You are listening to Wicked Metal Radio with your host, Chris Tinkley. Welcome to the inaugural podcast of Wicked Metal Radio. I am your host, Chris Tingley, the ultimate heavy metal fan, and I hope tonight uh, we're going to have ourselves a good time, and we're going to talk about some things going on right now in the world of heavy metal. Very first thing I want to talk to you guys about, and uh, first thing is first, we got to talk about Iced Earth. One of my all-time favorite bands, and what is going on with them right now? A little bit of background, in case you didn't know. Very recently, Matt Barlow, the singer of Iced Earth, has decided to hang in the towel. Uh, he's retiring to go back to his job as a as a police officer. Which, for many of us, Matt Barlow was was the man. He was absolutely my favorite. Front man, one of my favorite singers of all time Loved him in Ice Earth And as far as I'm concerned Ice Earth was at their peak They were absolutely the best In the late 90s and the Something Wicked This Way Comes era And uh, he originally quit back in around 2002 Tim Owens jumped on as the new singer And put out, let me tell you One of one of my favorite metal albums When the, the Glorious Burden came out um, and it was a great record. It was heavy. The, the triplets were there, and I absolutely loved it. But it was not long until we realized that Tim Owens was just not the guy for Iced Earth. You know, he, he, as far as I'm concerned, I like the guy, but his, his, his status as a one-trick pony became real, real evident to me. And as much as I like the guy and as much as I love the glorious burden, uh, it was real easy to tell that Tim Owens' days in Iced Earth were were limited, and we, we knew that he wasn't going to be around forever, and frankly, I was glad when Matt Barlow came back, bringing, you know, his his awesomeness as a baritone right back to Iced Earth, really excited that he came back, but also, he was still being a police officer at the time, we knew that he wouldn't be able to do it full-time, and over the summer, he retired for good, and what, what I believe is kind of a noble thing. I mean, as much as I love the guy and as much as I'm sad to see him go, he retired because he knew he wouldn't have the availability. He knew he wouldn't be able to tour the world the way that Iced Earth needs to. Uh, we all know that album sales are not exactly what they used to be. And if you want to be a band that's going to do anything, you've got to tour the world. So Matt Barlow stepped down and very recently... Iced Earth had made the big announcement that the new singer to Iced Earth is going to be Stu Block. Stu Block, a guy um, who was in a band called Into Eternity, which is a Canadian band that I've been listening to for about roughly ten years or so now. Uh, they're a band I really like. They're kind of they're, they're kind of prog metal with some death and black metal influences all over the place. Different styles of music. Very cool band, and. Uh, and Stu Block was was their singer. Uh, he wasn't their original singer, but he was their singer for a while. Stu Block is awesome. Uh, I got a chance to see uh, Into Eternity actually open for Iced Earth. And I thought Stu Block was awesome. The guy's got a great mid-range. He's got a lot of character to his voice. He's got a soaring high vocals, just like Tim Owens did. Except unlike Tim Owens, he's got some personality to his voice. He's awesome to watch on stage. You know, the number one complaint about Tim Owens was his, his idiotic shadow boxing. I couldn't stand watching that guy stand in the middle of the stage and just 
punched the thin air. It was really stupid to watch. I couldn't stand looking at it. And uh, Stu blocks this guy with a ton of energy. He He's really great on stage. He's got a great voice. And when I found out that Stu Block was singing for Iced Earth, my initial reaction was, ooh, that's kind of weird. I, I, I have to say I had some... Uh, there were some European guys in my head that I was I was just expecting to sing for Iced Earth uh, with with the power metal influences they've had on their last few albums. I was expecting to hear someone uh, like Urban Breed, for example. Uh, that's the kind of guy that I had originally thought of, but you know it didn't take me very long to start thinking about it and think, you know what, Stu Block is awesome. His energy is what Iced Earth needs. Uh, John Schaefer's getting older. Um, after you know uh, neck surgery, he can't headbang anymore. Um, and we know that we Ice Earth needed somebody that was younger and more powerful. And I got to tell you, I am absolutely 100% behind Stu Block. And I'm really excited to say, if you haven't checked it out, you can go to IceEarth.com. Uh, you sign up through a little email, and you can actually hear a brand new version of one of my all-time favorite Ice Earth tunes. It's called Dante's Inferno. Uh, Dante's Inferno was a, it's like a 17 minute long song. Uh, it was originally um, from the Burn Offerings album, which uh, was actually Matt Barlow's first record. Um, it's a very underrated album, great song. They haven't played it live since the Alive in Athens concert that they did. And uh, John Schaefer gives this whole story about that they couldn't play it live because they they lost the the click tracks for it. Um, so they decided let's get back in the studio and let's record it and. I know you've all been waiting to hear it, and if you haven't heard it, check it out. But i got to tell you, uh, my opinion of it is it's pretty cool. I, I, you know, I'm excited about it. It's very hard for me to hear anybody other than Matt Barlow sing Matt Barlow. That being said, this time around, uh, Matt leaving wasn't exactly a shock. I had time to, to, to gear myself up for it. I had time to prepare. And hearing the new version with Stu Block is pretty cool. A couple things I'm going to say. Number one, the heavier parts of the song, very reminiscent of Matt, uh, are, are just are just ball-shaking. They're heavy. They're loud. And you can just hear you know those, those death kind of influences in there. Um, Stu's mid-range is a little interesting. Um, it's definitely nothing like Matt Barlow. Um, I've heard some people say they think it's kind of wimpy. Um, I don't know if I think it's wimpy. Uh, I, I definitely think you know the middle range part of the song is definitely not the best part of the song. What I like about it, though, is it actually reminds me a lot of the vocals from the Night of the Storm Rider album. Uh, if you're a fan of Ice Earth, we... You're probably a fan of that record. It kind of reminds me of that. I like it a lot. I think it's got... Um, uh, I, I think it has some okay vocals. This being said, with Stu Block singing, the, the mid-range vocals are are pretty awesome. They're definitely very cool to listen to. Uh, all in all, it's a, it's a great recording, though. Absolutely no ear-piercing high vocals on it. So we're all going to be waiting to hear what Stu can bring. Um, Ice Earth's got an album coming out in October called Dystopia. Um, I am personally really excited to hear it, but i got to tell you, you know, as much as I like Ice Earth, this album could be... You know, it could be the end of it for me. I, we, you know, Iced Earth has fallen into that trap that Megadeth has, where you know, over the last twenty years, they've had over twenty different band members. They go through drummers and guitar players and bass players. They go through them like crazy. They go through singers like crazy. And as far as I'm concerned, if the new Iced Earth record is as good as it should be, 
and Stu Block is willing to stick it out and willing to stay there, and John Schaefer is willing to make Iced Earth actually a band again instead of just John Schaefer and other musicians, I think the record is going to be great, and I think Iced Earth has a great future ahead of them. Unfortunately, I think if the fans don't support it and, and, and John you know, starts losing members and things change again, I think it's over for Iced Earth. So we're going to see what happens uh, in the next month you know, as we start hearing more tracks from the record. Um, and if you tune in to Wicked Metal Radio, you'll, of course, hear a little bit more. Uh, for me, I'll talk about it as much as I possibly can. Um, so you know, uh, Wicked Metal Radio's got a Facebook page. You can find us at wickedmetalradio.podbean.com. And please, please email me at wickedmetalradio at gmail.com. I want to hear what you have to say about any topics related to metal. Speaking of metal, I actually got to listen to a new album by one of my all-time favorite old-school metal bands, and that's Anthrax. Um, if you didn't know, Anthrax recently released their worship music record, which has been you know floating around for a while. You know, we know that Anthrax had that falling out with a new singer, and uh, you know we're back into that category of dear Anthrax, who is your singer? Thank you, the metal community. We we want to know. You know, most metal fans loved Joey Belladonna back in the 80s. Now, honestly, you know, Anthrax's 80s albums like uh, Spreading the Disease, you know, Among the Living are some of metal's finest. Definitely some great vocals and great riffs through those records. The problem is, you know, when, when Joey left and John Bush came on, that's when all the trouble for Anthrax started. You've got your John Bush fans. You've got your Joey fans. I fall into a category of I happen to really love both of them. I absolutely love, the, you know, the, uh, the 80s Anthrax with Joey Bellatana. absolutely love the stuff. Unfortunately, you know, when Joey left, the Sound of White Noise record kind of changed everything. I personally love the Sound of White Noise album, by the way. I think it's great. Um, I, I've read that James Hetfield, not that I really care about his opinion anymore, but at the time said, you know, Only was one of the greatest songs ever written. Totally agree. Great album. But, you know, Anthrax has gone through a lot since then. You know, they, they have John Bush, and then they get Joey back, and then they, you know, back and forth. And with this new album, Joey Belladonna is back actually putting out an album, and I got to tell you, not happy with it at all. I am just totally not happy. First of all, the music on the record is pretty good. Um, not all that different from something like Volume 8, The Threat is Real. You know, the, vo- the, the, the album isn't all that different from it. But absolutely, the thing that just sticks out to me is Joey Belladonna's vocals just do not at all have what it takes to make this record awesome. I'm sorry, they, he doesn't. Um, if you watch the Big Four DVD, or if you were lucky enough to go see the Big Four Festival, which I wasn't, but that's besides the point. The number one thing you hear about or you see on that DVD is Joey's vocals are not up to par anymore. I absolutely agree that listening to the new worship music record, you hear overly processed vocals from a guy who just can't handle it. You know, maybe he's trying to sound like John Bush. Maybe he's trying to sound like himself and he just can't hack it anymore. Any way you look at it, it's an okay record. The vocals don't cut through. My answer to Anthrax is, I don't have a clue what you should do now. You know, things aren't working out with John Bush doing it for you anymore. You haven't been able to replace John Bush. You've got Joey back. You're in that crossroads where the fans want Joey, but the fans want Joey to sound good. The fans do not want Joey to sound like crap. And unfortunately, Joey sounds like crap right now. Absolutely wrong guy. Absolutely wrong voice for the record. I think Anthrax either needs to give it, you know, have a serious 
talk with themselves and say, we either need to stop altogether, we need to get rid of Joey and get a new singer, or we need to start writing music that Joey can actually sing over. You know, if you remember what made Anthrax so awesome with Joey was, you know, they had that lighthearted bit of humor with them. You know, if you if you listen to the Among the Living record, it was a fun, though heavy, it was a slightly more, more upbeat. It didn't have so many dark sounds in it, and Joey sounded great. Um, so I don't know. That's something I want to hear you guys I want to hear your opinion. Go ahead and email me at wickedmetalradio at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the new Anthrax album. Let me know what you think about what Anthrax should do. Are they done? Should they hang the towel in? Should they stop? Or should they continue forward? Please, please, please let me know. Um, I want to know. That way we can talk about it. Let's see if we can get some discussion about Anthrax next week when I come on here and do Wicked Metal Radio. Anyway, I'd like to say I am thank you for tuning in. I'm going to cut this week's short. I'm going to stop it right here because I know you want to go listen to the new Anthrax album. I want to know I know you want to go listen to the new Iced Earth, Dante's Inferno, and I want you to tell me about it. By the way, um, my next podcast, I decided I'd like to talk about the new Ed Guy record, and I want to have some good discussion about the new Opeth record. Opeth's got a brand new album out right now containing absolutely no death vocals, which worked for the Damnation album. But my question to you, is that what you want to hear out of Opeth? Do you want the dark overtones? Do you want the death metal? Or... Do you want Opeth, the Jerry Cantrell album? Email me, wickedmetalradio at gmail.com. I'm your host, Chris Tingley, and thank you for listening to Wicked Metal Radio. You are listening to Wicked Metal Radio with your host, Chris Tingley.